This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hi, beauty friends. Welcome back to our show. Hello, Jill. Hey, Carleen. And hey to our Breaking Beauty fam. So today we have a glow down episode and we are tackling one of the most requested interview topics ever in the history of our show. And that is all about eyes. Yes. And we know our audience loves great skincare tips and a shopping list. So today we've got you covered to help you tackle everything from dark circles to puffiness to fine lines. And I feel like everyone can relate to this in some, you know, way, shape or form, especially now in this day and age where we're wearing masks and the eyes truly have it. Absolutely. And I think, in fact, eye care is one of the main gateway reasons a lot of people get interested in skincare. Certainly with many of my girlfriends, they won't have had much of a routine, but then when they start to see the slack skin around the eye or the bags after not having slept when they're up with their kid all night, Mm -hmm. that's when they're like, oh my God, what's the miracle cream? I'll spend anything. Let me know what it is. And uh, (laughs) thank you very much. Totally. So today we're putting our questions to triple board certified dermatologist, Dr. Mamina Terregano, who's based in New Orleans. Some of you may know her, though, if you're a TikTok fan, you might recognize her from her very informative and fun skincare education videos where she's like doing the running man while she's doling out tips. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and she goes by at doctor.mamima on TikTok, and she has nearly half a million followers. So she's one of these rising hashtag TikTok docs, and uh, that's literally the hashtag, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's her mom that helped her go viral, though. She does these videos with her about, quote, sometimes strange Japanese skincare tips from her mom. One example is they did one recently about how to make onion skin tea like a traditional recipe and her mom's in the video and and then Dr. Mamina looks in scientific journals to see if there's anything to like actually back it. But her mom's so cute in those videos. Yeah. And she does this dry body brushing video that is, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It was amazing. Yeah. So we, 
we personally had a lot of questions for Dr. Mamima about treating the eye area. You know, so many questions, in fact, that were inspired from our very own Facebook chat room. I know you guys weighed in with a lot of questions that you had, and we definitely tried to answer a lot of those today. But, you know, Carlene, this topic we've been wanting to do it for so long. And part of the reason it has taken us this long is because we really knew how much time we wanted to dedicate to not only eye creams and what you can do with your dermatologist, but also the second part of that is like, when, when do you want to go see a cosmetic surgeon? So for the first time ever this week, we're talking to Dr. Mamima and next week, we're actually going to be talking to a plastic surgeon about this topic as well. So let's get into it with today's episode and a quick reminder to check out our blog at our website at breakingbeautypodcast.com where you can find a list of all of the products mentioned today. Here she is, Dr. Mamina. Hey, Breaking Beauty fam. I want to jump in to tell you about a cool prescription skincare company that's been helping me reach my skincare goals in partnership with our friends at Apostrophe. So Apostrophe makes it easy and affordable to connect with a board-certified dermatologist online. Think of it like dermatology that's personalized just for you and you never have to leave your house. So here's what I did. I logged onto their website and I took a short survey to answer questions about my skin type, my skin texture, and the goals that I had. I let them know that I wanted to prioritize treating redness and breakouts. I uploaded a selfie and then within 24 hours, I received an email with a customized treatment plan tailored just for me direct from a dermatologist. My dermatologist recommended azelaic acid for me to help minimize redness. And because I had never really used that product before, I really appreciated that she gave me an in-depth explanation of why this product was right for me, when exactly to use it in my routine. And she even suggested some other products like gentle cleansers that could complement my routine. And so then when I actually received the product and I unboxed it, I felt confident. I knew what to do. And all of the instructions are printed right on the label. Plus they send you some cute stickers to allow you to customize your bottle if you like. And so we have an exclusive offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners. Get your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist on apostrophe.com for free with our code BEAUTY. This code is only available to Breaking Beauty listeners and you won't find it anywhere else. Use code BEAUTY at sign up and get the visit for free. To get started, go to apostrophe.com and click begin visit. We'll link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Now back to the show. We really want to start with some of the basics. And one of the questions we had was, can you explain what is different between the skin around our eyes versus the rest of our face, if anything? Because I think that can get a bit confusing for people. So the skin around the eyes is definitely thinner and hence more delicate. And so we can, because it's thinner, we can see signs of aging faster um, on the skin around the eyes. And also because it's thinner, we can see vasculature more easily. So if blood vessels are more engorged or if you're swollen, that's just very much more pronounced through the eye, the eyelid skin. And I mean, eyelids are, there's upper eyelids and there's lower eyelids too. So any kind of small insult to the body can manifest more readily around the eyes. And so would you say, because this is a bit of a hot debate, I feel, do we really need eye creams? Or can we just use our moisturizer all the way up? Because I've definitely talked to some germs who have said no. I'm curious your take. Yes, I can definitely see both sides of it. I think that not everyone needs an eye cream. If you do not suffer from 
dark circles, if, if you're just looking just to use a cream for anti-aging purposes and just keeping overall skin health intact, you don't have to use an eye cream. The only issue is that because the skin is more delicate around the eye, I don't think that you should just use the same exact thing that you use on your face around your eyes. If you're going to use any kind of actives, whether it's an antioxidant or a retinoid, I do recommend diluting it with a moisturizer or just a moisturizing serum so that the irritation risk is less for sure. I definitely see more, I see more issues with irritation around the eyes. Honestly, I think the majority of our questions was about dark circles. So maybe you could tell us, you know, is it really about not getting enough sleep or is that just an urban myth? Like what are the main causal factors, whether genetics or ethnicity or whatnot? Yes, there's a lot of factors that are at play when it comes to dark circles and dark circles are there for a couple of reasons. One, there could literally just be darkening of the actual skin, which can be due to multiple things. It could be due to having allergies and irritation around the eye and rubbing your eye. It could be due to having like skin issues like eczema. And then that could lead to what's called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So you get darkening from any inflammation that was there. Of course, lack of sleep, lack of sleep affects the circulation around the eyes and the circulation, the vasculature becomes more pronounced. And that's where you get the dark circles. And then also if you're, if you're not sleeping well, hydration isn't as adequate, you know, it's not as well incorporated into the skin. And so you could see more of a hollowing around the eyes and that shadow effect can also lead to dark circles. I think that even certain food sensitivities, that's a little bit harder to tease out because everyone reacts differently to different foods, but food sensitivities can lead to lead to inflammation, which can lead to kind of, it can affect the blood flow around the eyes and that can lead to dark circles. And then of course there's genetic predisposition. If you have darker skin tone, you're just more likely to get hyperpigmentation. And then, and then genetically too, some people just have less volume around their eyes. Some people will just get more of a hollow around their eyes and then get that more accentuated shadow effect. Can I just tell you that as you're telling us, like giving us this concrete information, your expertise, which I love hearing about. I'm like picturing you doing the running man right now from your TikTok videos. Yeah. I can't help it. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Does that mean like, can you give us before we get into eye creams and stuff like that? Like what would be some lifestyle tips that you can do without spending a dime? Sleeping easier said than done, but getting an adequate amount of sleep. And I think that's different for different people. I mean, people say seven to eight hours. I do great with six hours, but anyways, everyone's different. So, so doing that. And then if you have allergies, I mean, just taking antihistamines daily, you know, over the counter, over the counter antihistamines, the non-drowsy kind. And then you don't have to change up your skincare routine. If you're, if you're using a moisturizer and sunscreen, make sure that you're using it around your eyes too. Getting back to lifestyle, hydration, hydration, super important, water. And interestingly, things like our vices, alcohol, caffeine, those things can be very dehydrating. So being mindful of those too. Okay. So we're going to talk about eye cream that can help with dark circles. So we often hear about vitamin C, you hear about caffeine, but I really want to know what are the cold hard facts when it comes to those ingredients that are proven? around the eye area because it's like you just there's there's so many choices out there and so we just want to give people some tools to help them shop like when they are spending and investing in these types of products what really works around those around the eye for dark circles treating hyperpigmentation 
it's the same thing that applies to the rest of the skin. So of course, antioxidants, whether it's vitamin C can certainly be helpful. And then, you know, if you, if you're dealing with more severe hyperpigmentation, there's a lot of like anti-hyperpigmentation ingredients. So, I mean, milder ones are like niacinamide, which is also an antioxidant, but there are things like kojic acid, hydroquinone, these things lighten the skin and we know that it works. Also, a retinoid. A retinoid is helpful because, well, first of all, it increases skin cell turnover. So you're getting rid of any old skin that could be hyperpigmented. But retinoids also cause the skin, allow the skin to become thicker. And with thicker skin, there's less visibility, like there's less translucency, plays a huge part in like seeing like the dark circles around the eyes. And then the other ingredient that can help just kind of help with skin thickening are peptides. So all these ingredients, I think that they have the most evidence behind them. And that's maybe why some people say, oh, you don't need, you don't need a specific eye cream because you could find all of these ingredients in like facial creams. There is data for other ingredients like vitamin K that can further help and caffeine to further help with like the vasculature around the eyes. Top two, I think my top two like dark circle ingredients to look for caffeine and vitamin K. What is your favorite or dark circle eye cream that you recommend or have seen great results from? Because people want to have that shopping list at the end of this too. I'm a big fan of the SkinCeuticals AGE Eye Complex. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, that one is nice. It also has some optical diffusers. And that's another thing that kind of makes some certain eye cream stand out. There are, they also will put some particles in there that reflect light to really get rid of the appearance of dark circles. But certainly there are like active ingredients that can help repair the skin to help with dark circles. That's one of my go-tos. I also really like this brand called Skin Better. And I, and I was just going to say that it's only available through a physician and not all physicians have it, but you could get it online too, through a physician. Like you can get it online through, through me. They have a eye cream called eyes. It's just literally called eyes. And yeah, that one has some great ingredients with, with antioxidants and caffeine. And your patients have been happy with those or like you've seen results with people that you've recommended those to? Yes. People really like those. And then I also really like the, the Tiamine eye complex by revision, the Tiamine eye complex. You know, there's two kinds of dark circles. You know, there's the ones that are really all almost like hollow or you get that sunken appearance. And then there's dark circles that also have puffiness. So starting with the first one, those sunken dark circles, what are you doing in your practice that's almost like under eye rejuvenation? Like if people are like, the eye cream's not cutting it. Like we had a lot of questions about tear trough filler. Can you tell us what that is and what you think it's best for or who it's best for? Yes, definitely. So that that's what I do. Literal volume loss and hollowing. I mean, eye creams can only do so much. That's where volume replacement becomes very important. Now, yeah, so 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 we do tear trough fillers often in our office. And filler is basically hyaluronic acid. It's almost like a gel-like substance. And there's different types of hyaluronic acid fillers. So there's certain ones that I like more for around the eye, ones that are kind of softer and more subtle. Example of one that you would like ask for if you were going to a derm? One of my go-tos is Restylane, just regular Restylane. So Restylane has a bunch of fillers. There's Restylane Refine, Restylane Define, Restylane Lift. This is just straight up old school Restylane, just regular Restylane. And there's 
yeah, there's Restylin. I mean, what I use is Restylin L. L stands for lidocaine. It has lidocaine in it, so so it kind of numbs in it. But I think that's a great one. Another one that I also see great results with is called Bellotero. That's a nice soft filler. Those are my two go-tos. I had it done. I actually had Juvederm, but Mm -hmm. I felt like it lasted so long. And the instant results, I was like, I I never need to buy concealer again. And I, I feel like the way that my derm described it to me was, you put that filler in there and it just, it changes the angle that the light reflects on your face. And so by filling it up and then it doesn't, you don't have that shadow. Right. And he was saying, because like it's in a spot where you don't move that much, so it doesn't break down as quickly. So how long would you say results last? Yes. The studies say that fillers last about nine months to a year and a half, but I agree around the eyes. I find that they last longer. There was an interesting study that was done by ophthalmologists because they will also do filler around the eye. And they have found that filler can last even up to five years around the eye. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. is interesting. I felt like it was a long, long time, like major Mm -hmm. bang for your buck there, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. big time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it done semi-regularly. It's 18 months for sure. How much tend to spend on something like that, a tear trough filler? I usually have people start with just one syringe. It's rare to to require more than one syringe. I've I've definitely had patients who did require more than one syringe, but especially if it's your first time, I would not do more than one syringe. And it depends on the practice, but one syringe can vary from like $650 to $750, $750 per syringe. And now a break to shout out one of today's show partners, Purple. So show of hands here, how many of you run hot? That's right. Do you run hot? I'm a Leo. I'm a fire sign. And maybe that's why I absolutely hands down cannot sleep if the temperature in the room is even a hair over 21 degrees. That's 69.8 degrees in Fahrenheit, by the way. You can ask Jill whenever we go on the road and share a hotel room. It's like a thing. If it's too hot in the room, I can't sleep. So imagine my delight when I discovered Purple and their proprietary technology called the Purple Grid. So the Purple Grid, it's the only comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. It's got over 1,800 open-air channels designed to neutralize body heat. So Purple provides a cooling effect whether you're talking about their mattresses or their pillows, which is what I have. I actually have the Purple Harmony Pillow engineered with the grid along with a hypoallergenic latex core and a moisture wicking cooling cover for maximum coolness. I slept on it just last night. And honestly, I was under a comforter, which I bought recently and have not been happy with because I'm too hot in it. And I actually had to put my hands under my pillow because it was so much noticeably cooler. I was like, yes. So if you're interested in head and neck support and temperature control, you too can try every purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns. And we have a promo code for you guys. Experience the Purple Grid and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash beauty10 and use promo code beauty10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash beauty10, promo code beauty10, for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. We're going to link to this offer in our show notes and on our blog. Here's to a good night's beauty sleep with purple. Is there a prescription cream you would ever recommend? I will prescribe prescription strength hydroquinone, which okay. helps more with darkening of the skin. That's if, right. and that's really for, I, would, I will do that typically 
people with darker skin tones or if people like deal with eczema and now they're just left with like post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So there's that. And then of course there's retin- prescription retinoids that, mm-hmm. can, right. which I use more for wrinkling around the eyes, but of course yeah. I still think it can help with dark circles by improving the, the, the strength of the skin. Probably what I would imagine would be the tougher challenge would be the types of under eye circles that are accompanied by bags and puffiness. Why does that happen? Why do some people have that kind of like extra added layer? Yes. So, uh, yeah, that that can be the bane of so many people's existences. So, I mean, there's a range of puffiness around the eyes. Some people can just get mild puffiness because of like eating a high amount of salt the day before and they just retain fluid there. There are like, there's certain like fat pockets that we all have under our eyes in this area. And depending on genetics, as you age, those fat pockets can be, can almost like outpouch into the skin. Mm-hmm. And that honestly, that's best treated with surgery. There's literally not creams that can, that can put, push the outpouchings back into the skin. Now the right. bags can be certainly more accentuated when there's concomitant volume loss, like underneath it, like it makes the bag so much more pronounced. So sometimes doing some filler can sort of offset the appearance of the bags because you're, you're hmm. filling in like the, the big hollow that's making the bags more accentuated. But I'm very picky about who I do filler with bags just because you certainly do not want to make the bags look more pronounced or you don't want to give them the more swollen look. But yeah, I have a pretty low threshold if the bags are pretty pronounced. If people are older, I would say like if you're above 50, I have a lower threshold to just refer people to an oculoplastic surgeon or a plastic All surgeon right. who who specializes in it. But for the kind where it's mild, you know, there's certain ingredients that can help with that or eye creams. Like what would you say there? What if someone's like just starting to see them? Is there like a preventative mm-hmm. measure with an eye cream or mm-hmm. what are some of the uh, ones you've seen great results with? Things that are soothing and calming and things that constrict, constrict blood vessels. So caffeine, but there's certain a lot of like botanicals, antioxidants, like even things like green tea. Well, that has caffeine, but even the antioxidant properties can help. And that can even help with dark circles too. What I also meant to say was cooling. So like using like colder products or even like frozen tea bags. I like using Mm -hmm. frozen tea bags, like frozen green tea bags are nice. And then there are, I mean, I feel like this is becoming kind of trendy, especially in K-beauty, like all these like eye masks or eye patches, those can be very soothing and very cooling. And I think that can calm down a lot of the, the puffiness. And there's there's so many out there. There's not one that I, like I specifically recommend because I think they all kind of do similar things. And it's nice if yeah. you just store them in your fridge and that can yeah. kind of calm down. Found the old trick of just using a freezing cold spoon, like yes. the back of the spoon. It fits so perfectly in your eye yeah. socket. <laughs> no, seriously. It I really know, works yes. when I do yes. like... And there's jade rollers, there's all of that, which feel great, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if necessarily they're doing much more than like just a cold, freezing cold item on your eye well. And I was going to ask you when it comes to those eye creams, like you mentioned, you know, caffeine, vitamin K, your kind of your go-tos, is there a budget eye cream that you recommend that kind of ticks those boxes? I mean, there's a couple of uh, budget eye creams that I like that don't necessarily have those I mean, I think one of them has caffeine, but the CeraVe Eye Repair Cream, that's a great value. People really like it. 
whenever I used it, when I was in residency, my, my salary was much lower. I thought I loved it. So there's that. And then there's also the, the CeraVe hydrating eye gel as well. Think is cool that I just want to mention. I think our listeners will like it's from the brand called Dew Skin. They have the under eye patches and they're actually reusable for up to a year. And you can just put whatever cream or anything you want on the patches and then stick them on your face. So they're like reusable and you can use whatever eye cream or eye mask that you want. Totally. I was literally going to just talk about that because I yeah. I own a pair of those and I've been really <laughs> liking them. Good. But yeah, it really allows whatever cream you use and you don't even have to use an eye cream like we talked about, but but it just really allows it to to penetrate the skin more easily. Totally. I'm a big fan of the dew skin. Okay. So do you find they actually stick on? No problem. They do stick on. Yes. You do okay. need to have like some type of product on your skin for them to, mm-hmm. to like sort of suction, but yes, they stick mm-hmm. on. Great. Final question about under eye bags is I actually have a new budget eye cream that I just got from Coco Kind. I don't know if you know that brand and they have a brand new eye cream and it has one of those metal applicators. And I really like how I love the texture of the cream. I love how it goes on. And for $15, I think it just really does a good job of that you know, keep it in the fridge. You have that extra cooling sensation when you put it on. And then there's always good old wrinkles, you know, (laughs) we're all going to get them at some point. So when it comes to eye creams or eye masks, again, what are some of the tried and true ingredients that have a visible difference in the number and the depth of, of wrinkles? So there's three mainly that have just come top of mind. Well, maybe four, but Mm -hmm. antioxidants like vitamin C mostly, Mm-hmm. retinoids, whether it's retinol or prescription retinoids, peptides, it's hyaluronic acid, but hyaluronic acid works more at like hiding wrinkles than actually treating wrinkles just because it's hydrating mm-hmm. the skin. So it diffuses the appearance of the wrinkles. But, but in terms of like, like actually preserving your collagen and building collagen, vitamin C, retinoids, and peptides. I find there's so many retinol eye products out there, but I just really find it tricky to find which ones actually have enough power or potency behind them mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do anything or do what they say they're going to do. So do you have mm-hmm. one like that you're like, oh, my patient was using this and they saw great results? I hear great things about the Replenix, the Replenix brand eye cream. That one has retinol in it. It mm-hmm. also has vitamin K and caffeine. It has like pretty much all the ingredients. <laughs> I personally have not used it, but I've heard great things from my colleagues and some patients who've tried it personal question because yeah. I'm using tretinoin right now and I can put it right up near my eye. You can, but I would, when you do that, I would dilute it more with a moisturizer. Yeah. Just cause it, yes, it's, it just gets more tricky around the eye. So with wrinkles, nothing topically is really Botox in a bottle yet, right? So if you want to kick it up a notch, what is, what's the best treatment that you suggest for an in-office procedure to diminish those wrinkles, non-invasive? So, I mean, yes, I certainly will do Botox or Dysport, you know, a neuromodulator. And it gets a little bit tricky because in terms of the muscles, you can do it just fine out here. But when you start getting like under the eye, you can't put that much in because it can affect different muscles that can affect like the appearance of your actual eye because it can bring down your eyelids and whatnot. So I, I will use like a smaller amount. I will dilute it with some saline. It does have a softening effect under the eye. But for sure, if you do it out here, it does have a little bit of diffusion effect under the eye as well. Back in the day, people would get it in certain spots and it was like they were freezing everything, right? They were just, and then they would get those, what they called the bunny wrinkles in the 
between their eyes at the bridge of their nose because the skin had to wrinkle somewhere. Yeah. And that's what was happening. Be careful about getting too much elsewhere because <laughs> yes, your, your skin totally compensates. Like our bodies are smarter than we are. Like they'll, yeah. you'll get wrinkles somewhere else. So, so yes, yeah, so you could do dilute Botox or Dysport or Xeomin or Javeau. That's, that's one procedure that I do often. And then we might've mentioned these before, but you can certainly do, I love microneedling for very fine lines. I think that does yeah. great. And then of course you could do resurfacing lasers, like at a lower setting. You can also do even chemical peels too, like mild chemical peels. Forgot to mention that can help too with some dark circles as well, mm -hmm. doing chemical peels. But yeah, so I love all those. When I do PRP, I use it with microneedling too. So And that's platelet rich plasma. Can you just explain what you would do around the eye? Yeah. So platelet rich plasma, first of all, you know, we literally it's from your body. So we draw your blood, we spin it down in the centrifuge. We end up extracting this, we call it liquid gold because it's like this your serum that's has like a gold tint to it. And it's rich with platelets, which has a lot of growth factors, and that can just help stimulate collagen remodeling and all the good stuff. There's other wonderful creams. We also use a peptide serum by a brand called Elastin after microneedling that I think is wonderful for wrinkles. Is that just one treatment one time in your office and then you're good to go? Good question. No, it actually can take a few treatments. Now I've seen people be really happy with just one treatment and we would just stop, but I, I typically recommend, so it depends on what you're working on, but for wrinkles around the eyes, two to three treatments. For acne scars, you know, some people need like five treatments. So it mm -hmm. depends. And then like for we use PRP for hair loss too. That's like five treatments yeah. a year. How much is that around the eyes approximately? Everyone's different. Typically, I mean, it would probably be if because we would do it with microneedling. So it would be probably around five hundred dollars per procedure. Okay. And again, I feel like I get, you know, overwhelmed easily, I guess. So who would be the better candidate for PRP versus Botox? And like why would somebody choose to go that? root versus just a little Botox? That's a great question. I really only reserve the microneedling PRP. Everything is just crepey and wrinkly. Mm. Like, so typically it's like the 50 plus age group, not just a few lines that are made when you smile or even at rest. If you just have a few lines, it's like just overall, just the, like hundreds of little lines mm -hmm. on the eyes. I find that those candidates, those patients are best candidates. I was just going to ask if there's anything new when it comes to Botox or similar type products in terms of how it's applied or different techniques, because I know it's constantly being like improved over the years. Is there anything new that creates like a slightly different look or like something that people should be aware of? A botulinum toxin that's about to come on market that's going to last like six months. Is there anything out there that you're like... Don't spend your money on this around your eyes. It's a waste of your money or time or is there any treatment or product or anything that you think is a, is not living up to the hype? Like you said earlier, I don't think you need like jade rollers. I don't think you need to do all those things, but it's interesting. There's another device that I, if, if you don't want to go to the dermatologist office, but you still want to help with wrinkling or like lifting, you know, another thing that a lot of patients complain about is hooding of the eyelids, like just things starting to droop and all of that. And Botox can certainly help with that. It can help lift up the brows, but there, there is an at-home device, microcurrent device. I don't know if you heard of the new face device. Mm -hmm. I do think th that can tighten the skin around the eyes. Is that based on trying it yourself or is that based on your clients telling you this has made a difference? Based on me trying it and mm. also just reading reviews about it too. I'm going to try that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the new face. You're getting her comes... to unbox it after a year. So congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have it? Do, I, do have you have it the... I haven't opened it. Do you have it the regular so one? so intimidating. I have the regular one. I'm just okay. like, I don't know. It scares me a little bit. Do you need the Trinity prongs? Is that what you use? LE prongs is what they're called for around the eyes. Um, but if you have the regular one, yes, you can certainly get the whatever the attachment head for it. But yeah, no, I think it's great. Like, I, I think that it's worth it. It's, it's, I'm holding off on getting filler right now as much as I can. And so that's what I'm using to like, to keep my skin lifted. Okay. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I love it. But, but yeah, I, th- I think it definitely helps around the eyes. I've been using it and really like it. I just want to ask you about a trend because I feel like the whole fox eye, cat eye, Kendall eye, you know, and Bella is really kind of all the rage. And I think next week we're going to be talking to a cosmetic surgeon all about eyes where dermatology leaves off. And like you said, plastic surgery starts. Is there anything in your office that helps with achieve that kind of a look? Or do you need to get into like threads or some type of a lift? Yeah, I think Botox can certainly help with that. But yeah, I think after Botox, it'll be other procedures, whether it's threads or surgery. And I just have one more question because I think a lot of people, I don't know where we're going to fit this in, but people did ask exfoliation around the eye. You did mention chemical peels. So at home, at home, people sometimes use eye creams that are too rich, right? So they can get milia, they can get things like that. So do you think it's important to exfoliate around the eye? How would you recommend doing it? If you're getting milia, is it a sign of something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, milia could be because you you could be using something super thick, a, a thick cream. But yes, once again, because the eye skin is so delicate, I would recommend being super delicate with exfoliation. I would not use so if you're going to do chemical peels, like that's going to be under the supervision of a professional. But with at-home exfoliation, I mean, I would use so retinoids can certainly help. Retinoids can help with milia, and retinoids can just help keep the skin like you know the skin fresh but when it comes to other exfoliating agents i would use you can use a very gentle glycolic acid cleanser so something that's a lower percentage like under two percent two brands that i really like one is called gliderm their gliderm gentle cleanser or um the glytone gel or cream cleanser you know a couple so yeah Mm-hmm. So just a gentle exfoliating cleanser. Nothing that you leave on the skin because that is those are just stronger. Sometimes I bring my Dr. Dennis Gross peel pad right up to here. But do you know what I'm talking about? It's hard for me to make a general recommendation for that just because I've just seen so many skin irritation issues around the eyes. But yes, if you can tolerate it, awesome. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.